Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel, and Tyree Nichols shows us the delicate art of doing nothing. We're going to talk about that. Walmart is remodeling. <laughs> I really wish they would do something with the fashion of the people that shop there, but we're going to tell you why they're remodeling. They're not just doing it to do, and it may surprise you, and why I am having trouble stomach getting, stomaching getting a car, because uh, I am. I'm, I'm like, it's stuck in my crawl, and the more I, expo- I don't want to say exposed, the more I delve into or examine the whole car thing, the more I'm getting upset about it all. So uh, we're going to share with that. And I'm going to make you think about it in a way that you never really thought about it. Unless you're Steve Cabral, because I've been making him think about this and Ember's teeth uh, for a week. Uh, which Ember goes in on Wednesday for her dental exam or her dental cleaning, possible extraction. Uh, and I need to be put under anesthesia today. She just went in this morning for her lab work. Never have a dental cleaning done if they don't do blood work within a week prior. Because they have to look at the liver and the kidneys, all of that, make sure that they can withstand the anesthesia. If they don't do blood work prior to a dental work for your dog, don't have the dental work done. And that's because there's so many people, they have negative outcomes. Oh, the dog died. And then you find out, well, did they do labs first? Well, no, I wanted to save money. Well, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So uh, America, you know, I am 60. And uh, I'm, I, now I understand why old people are grumpy because they have seen it all. They have heard it all. And y'all keep giving them the same crap every single day. Okay. So Tyree Nichols is dead. Should he be? No, he should not be. And I hope I'm saying his name right. T-Y-R-E. I assume it's Tyree. Tyree Nichols. Uh, another young person, you know, early, just right around 30, 33, I think, or 29. I'll have to look it up. Uh, young, too, certainly too young to be beaten to death for the police, calling for his mama, you know, just like George Floyd was screaming out, begging for help. Tyree Nichols begging for help. Didn't do anything to warrant this beat. Well, no one. I, I mean, there's very few people short of Hitler and few other people that would warrant this kind of beatdown. Of course, they never get it. The people that deserve it. So here this kid get this horrible, horrible beatdown. And dies three days later in the hospital. And now the video's been released and everybody's all upset again. But just like mass shootings, guess what'll happen? Nothing, a big fat nothing. We'll always do nothing. And that's what's got me concerned. Why don't we do something? We keep doing nothing. And black people know that this is absurd. I mean, really, oh, there's going to be blah, 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 but nothing really is going to be done because just like we talk about on the show all the time, and thank all you Patreon members who came to the weekend uh, chat to the call, you are going to come back next weekend. Yes, you will. I met a new one yesterday. Someone had an idea on the Patreon call yesterday to have them introduce themselves and tell me how they found the show. And see, that makes me uncomfortable when people like are complimenting me. That really makes me uncomfortable. You would think I like to hear how fabulous and wonderful and incredible I am. But I hear that from me all the time. (laughs) So hearing it from others like, yeah, 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 I'm great. Let's talk about something else. 
Uh, but I am great. But it, it's just it's weird to hear it from other people. It's like when someone says you're handsome. I don't I real I don't know what to do with that. I'm like, what? what? Uh, anyway, don't handle compliments. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I know y'all think I would love them. It's just, there are these people who love to get complimented. It's like, it's like, okay, yes, I know. I'm good. When I'm really good, I would like to be complimented. There's been a few times in my life where, where Andrew complimented me or something. And it's like I was very proud of what I had done. And Anyway, off topic, but Patreon, thank you. And we're going to do another call this weekend. Uh, the bearded gentleman, I forget his name, but it, I'd never met him before in a Patreon chat. Uh, or he had a goatee. Dark hair, rather young. Uh, I thought, wow, you're a new person. Uh, anyway, so Tyree Nichols is dead, and we're all going to watch The Art of Doing Nothing. Oh, they'll talk about doing something, and little things will be done, and but nothing major, because the answer to this question is really simple and really hard. When they say, do we need to abolish the police? Yes, in their current form, we do. The police forces in America are completely out of control. Half of them are dressing like paramilitary people, a lot filled with racist and MAGA people and all of this. They're out of control. They really are. And I know that it was black cops that beat this kid. Doesn't matter. It's the culture. This culture of absolute power. We revere them too much. You know, there are certain things where if you're a, a active a, a first responder, if you're a, a cop, a fireman, that you get all kinds of special treatment. But the doctor back at the hospital that really is the one saving your life, they don't get the same special treatment, but the cop out on the beat, he does. I don't think many uniforms, uh, how do I say this, come with respect. You have to earn them. Cops think they put on this uniform and you immediately have to respect it. And that means respect everything about it. And if you question or if you talk away they don't like or if you do anything they don't like, they think the uniform gives them power over you. And they exert it. Some are just afraid. There are people who should never be in a uniform because in a high tense situation, they're terrified. So they go for their guns. So nothing's going to happen because what actually needs to happen is not a defunding of the police. On the contrary, there needs to be more money spent on policing and police in different ways. Take a more European model where first responders aren't armed. The first cops on the scene, not armed. You have to call in the ones with the weapons. They can, of course, respond if there is reports of shots fired, that sort of thing. They don't send unarmed people into a shootout. They have SWAT teams. They have all of that. But the Garda, the actual Garda that walk around and walk the beat, not armed. How many cases of immigrants, migrants, people not like them being shot and killed do they have in Europe? Not many. Why? Number one, their first responders aren't armed cops get on the scene and their first response is the gun so we don't want to actually do or hear what needs to be done we don't want to know that a lot of the police are not good people some are some are very good people others not so much and while I used to think the ratio of good cops to bad cops was more good cops than bad cops, 
I fully believe now there's far more bad cops than good cops. That entire tree is rotten. None of the fruit should be salvaged. Start over. Plant a new tree. An entirely new way of policing the people. You know, we, we won't reinvent. We will not reinvent cities. We will not reinvent. Today, it's going to be a topic here today about why I'm having trouble stomaching the car. I was at Desert Breeze, and they're building a, a, a whole lot is being developed. And the first thing they're building, parking lots and roads. And they're spending months on parking lots and roads. And that infuriated me. I'm going to tell you why later. But it's the same thing as the police. We won't fix the big problems because we think it's, it's too big of a task for us, for us mere humans. We think the people that invented policing, out of slavery, by the way, we think we could never reinvent it. Until we totally reinvent the way we are policed, this won't be solved. We can't fix the current police departments. They don't work for anybody. The justice system is not working. That means it's starting with the policing system. And that goes right down to the laws that they are enforcing. It doesn't work. And we need to reform it. Coming up next, Walmart is remodeling. I'm going to tell you why. And we are going to talk about nice things, even though we're in debt. Hey, we all like nice things, right? When they go low, we go If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. It is the Corelcast, and I am Corel. Welcome back. Walmart has announced they are remodeling child. They're changing their lighting scheme inside. They're going to, like, accent things. They're going to have little more uh, displays and more hip mannequins. Oh, yes, they already did five stores, including the one in New Jersey, child. Oh, it's looking like a Macy's up in there. Mm -hmm. And why? Why do you suppose? According to the article I read on CNNBC, or C, is it CNBC? That's it, CNBC. To make us quote, it's a quote, buy more than we need. In other words, the higher end items aren't selling. And I just had to wonder what is higher end at Walmart, but whatever. And what they found out was 75%, this is so telling, 75% of their new business are households making over $100,000. Imagine getting a job where you're making over $100,000. And your ass still can't shop at Nordstrom's or Macy's. You still got to go to the Walmart. Okay? You're not even going to the Target. Uh-uh. Nope. You at the Walmart with the people showing you the crack. And the big the big 500-pound people on the three-wheel scooters going down the chocolate and chips aisle. Uh-huh. You are in there with the dregs of humanity, people. I know. I'm in there with you. No, I'm not. I still don't go to Walmart. I do not go to Walmart. Because I, I guess I thought they were bad. Wasn't there this whole Walmart is bad sort of thing? They're terrible for America. They're destroying us. Now, 
We find out people that are supposed to have morals, the rich, people with $100,000 or more a year are their number one clients now, 75% of their growth. So they're remodeling. Oh, girl, they're making them chic, Walmart chic, and they're making their apparel, you know, the displays. Oh, excuse me. I'm spitting. I'm spitting because I'm so, I'm so excited about the apparel at Walmart. Uh, no, I'm actually because during the break, I drank really hot tea <laughs> and I burned under my tongue because I was rushing. <laughs> we have like 30 seconds. <laughs> ow. <laughs> and I couldn't even say that on camera. Anyway, so, well, ow, it hurt. <laughs> That's why I'm spitting at you. My mouth is salivating, Sal salivating, having saliva, rushing to the wound. <laughs> Uh, so yes, Walmart wants us to buy more of more than what we need. Okay, more than what we need, and that struck me because today, as the last segment, we'll talk about me and my uh, hatred of cars at the moment. Uh, it, it got to me. I fully believe that a little bit of scrimping and saving is good. In other words, it's okay to have things. People say, oh, it's not okay to have things and you should live an austere life and no televisions and no this and no that. No, it's okay to have things you enjoy. And I hope that you balance those. If you have a giant TV, I hope you also have a giant library and that you would you know, read as much as you watch television. Or go outside. I hope you're out in a park. For every hour of television, you should be outside one hour. A lot of you take the TV with you now and your phone or whatever. So I fully believe that having nice things is okay. In fact, I think having really nice things, are, I, think, I think more people should have more access to really, really, really nice things. I don't think they should be for the elite. And, well, and while I say that, I realize there always is going to be classes of things. I think that the low should only get so low. And that the high should only get so high. Otherwise, you're manic depressive. <laughs> Where the highs are really high and the lows are really low. And that, of course, is how we're living. We're living in this bipolar, manic depressive society. Where the highs are really high, the lows are really low. So Walmart's going after some of the highs. Because they realize that people that make over 100000 a year are some of their biggest clients. But the whole idea of buying more than we need. Should you... And this is, I'd like to see your emails. I'd like to hear from you this week on our Patreon call. Let's make it a Saturday this time at 11 a.m. And hopefully the internet works. I'm 60. My house is currently worth $250,000. I paid one sixty. That's $90,000 equity. Give or take credit cards and any other debt. Let's say $60,000 equity. So technically... I could find a bank that would give me that 60000 Now, I still wouldn't have touched the 160 that I paid for the house, okay? I would just have a second mortgage on it for like sixty grand, And I could take that sixty grand and I could get a nice electric car and I could get the Can-Am that I want and have these two things that I want and be straddled with payments for 15 years. But so what? Just pay it for 15 years. Just do it. Have the nice things now instead of saving up for one, you know, getting used, getting not as nice, 
and then working my way up at 60. Hey, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here. I'm a, and I think that's why I see a lot of old people with the really nice stuff now. They're like, if I don't get it now, when am I going to have it? And I think that attitude has gone down to the younger people because they don't see a future. You know, when you're 80, you think, if I want the damn Cadillac, I'm getting the Cadillac. Of course, by then you can't drive it. But you know what I'm saying? If you want something nice in your 70s, you're like, if I want to sit in first class, I'm going to sit in first class. If not now, when? I'll be out of here soon. Well, I think young people are so discouraged about their future. I think so many people don't see a future in the United States or even in society. I think so many people don't see a future that they're living for the moment, truly. If you don't like your job, quit it. You, know, you, you ain't got a million dollars in the bank, so what? You know what? You want to spend money on gadgets and gizmos and trips and this and that now instead of putting it into a Roth IRA? Hey, that's fine because by the time we get old, I can see that attitude in spending habits, in living habits. I live in Vegas. No one can really afford right now to go over there and spend twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars on a night. And people are. One table with bottle service could be 10 grand. And sure, they get 10 people and they each pay $1,000. But can you afford a two or three or $4,000 evening? No. No one can. And obviously, people that can, the people that make 100000 a year or more, they can't now because they're going to Walmart. And the notion of buying more than you need. I don't know. I don't know where I stand on that. I mean... If you want nice stuff, why not have it now? Tomorrow is not a given. Well, then if you don't save, how are you going to live? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't save. And living is hard. You know, it is. We have to make hard choices. But at least you have nice things, right? I mean, really, I, I really don't know where I stand about this. Do you just get in debt and not care? America is. Our credit card debt has gone right back up. Three years ago today, the World Health Organization declared COVID a national or international problem. Three years ago today. Over that three years, our credit card debt went down. Over the last 12 months, where we've all been thinking the since vaccines and everything, we think it's over, our credit card debt has gone right back up again. Where... Most American families, 54%, do not have access to $2,000 for an emergency. Two grand. They don't have access to it. I do. I'm lucky about that. So Walmart's redesigning to get your business to buy things that you don't need. Hmm. I used to think that was a horrible philosophy. Sometimes I wonder now, maybe you should be living it up and have everything you want because the future, <laughs> a little iffy. I don't know. And I'd love to see where you stand about that in the comments below. Are you still thinking you should deprive yourself the things you can't really afford? You could buy it on credit, but you can't really afford it. Because if you pay for it on credit, you can't afford it. So are you thinking, well, you know, but I could charge, you know, I could get a line of credit for thirty, forty thousand dollars and I mean, why not? Who knows where the market's going? Who knows where the United States is going? Who knows? 
Well, Walmart hopes you're going there when they redesign them. When we come back, we'll talk more about my hatred of cars. The more that I see, I need one. I really hate it. I hate that I need it. Like a lot. A lot, a lot. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corel Cast app free at the App Store of your choice now. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corel Cast. Hello and welcome back. I am Corel. It is the Corel Cast. Here is the mug of the tea that I was drinking earlier that burned me and caused me to spit at you. So sorry about that. <laughs> back in your radio days, I wouldn't have had to tell you, but here on the video at youtube.com forward slash really Carell, where you are subscribing. So this morning I was at Desert Breeze Park before taking Ember over to get Dr. B to draw her blood. And um, I noticed that they've been building, you know, there's an empty lot at Desert Breeze and they've been building in it for now about five months now. And I noticed now it took shape what they're building. They're building the parking lot and the roads. And I immediately started to go off because I'm like, you're laying pavement in Las Vegas? Like you're not laying the pavement that reflects the sun. You know, they make that pavement now. You're not laying solar roads, which they make now. So you could have solar roads and parking lot there. So you could then power the place that you're building. You're building a parking lot and roads like it's, you know, a hundred freaking years ago. Asphalt and concrete. And, and then I realized... We're just about spending money. We are not about making things that really matter. We're building a brand new rec center at Desert Breeze Park, and we're building a traditional parking lot. Why? Why even have a parking lot? There should only be public transportation going to a public building like that. We should be discouraging cars. But no, build the parking lot first. Build the road first. Out of the old traditional materials, concrete and asphalt. You know the stuff that's causing global warming and that because Las Vegas has so much concrete, it is now too warm at night during the summer and causing, you know, havoc. So you want to add more concrete to that environment. Yes! Idiots. And you know what? We're all idiots for having cars and having an entire country and an entire economy built around the automobile. Everything. Our food economy. Oh, transportation costs are higher. That's why your food's higher. So we're all going to the grocery store and paying tons of money more for food. Why? Because it has to take a car or truck to get there. Because there's not high-speed rail or any other way to get your food somewhere. It's got to be packed in a 18th century, wait, that'd be the 19th, 19th century technology. The late 1800s. And the money that all of you are shelling out for the privilege, yearly registration fees, then buying the car, $30,000, $40,000, the finance charges, the bank that gets involved, the oil companies that's involved, like 15 different companies involved in you and your car, all because you got to get from point A to point B. The car has no real bearing on your life. It doesn't affect your career. It doesn't affect your family. It's just transportation. 
and yet it is a focal point in your life. You spend one third of your time at work paying for your car. And the billionaire oil companies and these people, these little busy bees that are out here working for the city, building their little asphalt jungle, they're all very happy. So who's not happy? You for having to pay for all of it and the planet. So the planet hates what we're doing. You hate having to have a car. And we've built an entire world and society around cars. That is ridiculous. It's the stupidest thing. We are such stupid animals. You know, I go back to the breeds, the breeds of humans, just like breeds of dogs. They're all human, different breeds. The ignorant breed seems to run everything historically because we're just ignorant. Trillions of, ga of gallons of water falling from the sky, even here in Las Vegas today. And we don't have a way to catch it and to store it and to, you know, adequately process it during these deluges of rain. The Bay Area, all over. It's like, what is wrong with us? And yet we just line up. We go down to the car dealer. We give them uh, an entire year's salary after finance charges. You know? It's just sad. It's sad. It's sad. And, and now I'm told I have to get one. And because I'm told I have to get one, I have to now buy into this philosophy. Cars are the most insane thing on the planet. And owning one is insanity. You buy it and then it breaks. And there's a whole industry about fixing it. And no one's responsibility to fix it. The car manufacturer has no responsibility even after a year or two or five or whatever. And then even if they, they make you jump through hoops, oil companies, you know, they should buy your car because all the car does is line you up to be their customer. But no, they're there with their handout. All a car is, is a hole in the universe you sink money into. And all it does is get you from point A to point B. That's all it does. There's no more glamour or anything attached to it. It is just a way to get from here to there. There are millions of ways to get from here to there, including walking, biking, busing, training, flying. No, but the car. We got to have the car. No, we don't. You all should be furious. Every day that you have to get into your car, you should be furious that you have to spend a dime getting from point A to point B. That's the least society could do for you. If it's going to ask you to be a cog in its wheel, then it should at least get you from point A to point B. Just that, I mean, if society's going to build these big ant hives known as cities, then they should build into it a way to get from point A to point B. But we don't. And we don't demand it. And we just hand over the cash. Just hand it over. Oh, see, that got my blood pressure up. That really did. That got my, because the notion that I have to buy into this now, I really would. I, if I had the money, I would rather just take an Uber everywhere I go or hire a car when I need it, have a limo for the day or whatever, because owning one seems like the stupidest investment ever. They depreciate just the minute you drive them. And <laughs> everything you do in them costs money. 
You can't operate it. You can't move it five feet without paying for it. Something, insurance, of course, that's like, what, $5 a day, $6 a day in Nevada. In your state, it might be a dollar a day, $2 a day, $3 a day, 90 bucks a month for insurance. Sound about right? So two, three bucks a day for insurance, two, three bucks a day for gas, two, three bucks or five, 10, 20, 30 bucks a day for the car payment. If your car payment's what? 210 bucks a month, that's $7 a day. It's not worth it. We could build so much public transportation with all the money that you dump into your car. I am Corel B. Who you want to be? Salon so doesn't hurt anybody. I don't know if I'll be here Wednesday. Ember is having her teeth done. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Raise the glass and toast. Hey, it's Corel. Ember and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash reallycorel. That's youtube.com forward slash reallycorel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.